Hi, my name is Zach Jensen, and I am a success coach for ambitious leaders. My mission is to help my clients identify, pursue, and attain their definition of success. Not society's version, not their mom's version, and not social media's version. The goal of this podcast is to provide you with various definitions and paths to success so that you can see the abundance of ways to define and attain it for yourself. Thank you for being here, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Today, I am honored to host one of my new friends. Very quickly, he has become a very close friend of mine. To give you a little background on him, he is from Australia. He started his first business at the age of, what age was it again? Uh, 19. 19. I had that written down, but I wanted to make sure. And he grew that business for many years. And in the past year, he has pivoted to focus more on his personal development journey and sharing that with others. That led him to building a six-figure mindset coaching practice within a few months of starting. He is also a co-host of an inspiring podcast and he is an animal in the gym. Seriously, (laughs) guys, you have to go check him out on Instagram. And another highlight about this guest, his energy. Each and every time I get on a call with him, I get super excited and I am buzzing after. He not only has this effect on me, but many others have shared feeling a similar way after chatting with him. I don't want to spend too much time introducing him because he has such a vibrant personality that will introduce itself. And I don't want to, and I want to save as much time as possible for this juicy conversation. With that, welcome Aaron Zarb. Oh, thank you, man. That was an awesome intro. Hell yeah. <laughs> you got me buzzing just off that. Yeah. So there you go, brother. Good. Very good. So I wanted to uh, ask you this question right off the bat to get us going is, yep. what clicked for you? What made you want to put more focus on your personal growth this year? Oh, man. Uh, look, I've always been, I guess, um, you know, I've always dabbled in it a little bit, I guess, in personal growth and development that sort of thing, um, but never really, you know, dove right into it. Um, and yeah, I mean, I guess for me, look, um, man, my life wasn't always, I guess, like, uh, in order, like I had my shit together, you know, like from quite young, like I said, I did start my first business when I was 19. And, uh, you know, I was in a um, long term relationship from quite young as well. Uh, and just always had the drive to get ahead in life early on. So that was always my, my drive and my passion was to just get ahead, like, you know, and just, you know, earn money. Uh, I wanted to build a business, you know, I want to buy a house and that sort of thing. Um, but I guess, um, I guess I was following that path and not really, I guess, hadn't really thought about if it was what I actually wanted for myself. Mm. Um, so man, yeah. So I just went along that journey and I achieved all those things. So I had the business, I ended up getting married quite young, you know, I had, had, um, properties and, um, that sort of thing and, uh, money in the bank and all this. And, um, you know, by the time I was sort of 24 and I was just like, I just found myself not, um, you know, not satisfied, I guess. And, uh, yeah, man. So, so I went on this little bit of a, you know, self, I guess, discovery type journey, I guess, with myself. And uh, man, that that led down the road of, you know, obviously a little bit, you know, corrupted at first because I got caught up in, you know, wrong crowds and things like that. Started traveling the world because I hadn't done any travel, hadn't been on my own because I was in my first relationship from when I was like 16. Uh, so I'd never really experienced being on my own and what who, who I was as an individual. So um, yeah, man, so I just went out and started, you know, traveling the world and just, just literally just went wherever the road took me, man. So um, yeah. And then uh, that led, you know, down a road of partying, you know, drinking, partying, all that sort of stuff, man, all, all, all that world, I guess I got caught up in that for quite a while. Um, but still in the background was still, you know, running my businesses and, you know, keeping everything in check, but kind of guess more just, I guess, keeping it all going, you know, because Mm. I just didn't know where I wanted to be or who I was. And so I was still just dabbling in all these different things in all these different worlds, trying to figure out who I was, Um, not realizing that I needed to focus more on personal development in itself because that would have brought out who I am now, which as it has. So, um, so yeah, man, after getting caught up in all that and, you know, going a little bit on and off the rails for a while and that sort of thing, Finally made a decision, um, you know, probably about 12 months ago to like, that was it. I was done with that life. Um, I had been, I guess, dab- like I said, I'd been dabbling in personal development for probably about three years, but it kind of came in phases, you know, I'd be 
good and like writing the podcast, writing the reading, all that sort of stuff, you know, for a few months and then I'd fall off again. And then, you know, and then I'll be back again and off again. Um, but those gaps in between just got shorter and shorter and shorter. And then it wasn't until I made the really firm decision with myself, like, nah, that's it now. Like there's no more dabbling. I need to be all in. And it's all about me focusing on myself, cutting out all the bullshit that's taken me away from that. Um, putting laser focus just on myself and man, that's where it all turned around. So it was just like, no, like if, like I said, we've got a little thing we've spoke about where, you know, if it's not a fuck, yes, it's a fuck. No. So like, mm-hmm. man, if it's like, and if it didn't align with where I was heading anymore, um, it was a fuck. No, like mm. out of my way. So that, that's including people, places, um, you know, what I listened to this and that I literally cut out radio cut out like, you know, anything that wasn't helping me in some way to grow myself and head in the direction I wanted to go in. So I just literally smothered myself in that world. Um, I started the 75 hard program from Andy Frazella. That was what really kicked it off. And I told myself, I'm going to do this hundred percent with no deviation. So, mm-hmm. which is what that program's all about anyway. And man, it was like no TV, no radio, Unless it's something knowledgeable, it was not coming in my world. So I just went absolutely to town and all I listened to is podcasts, audio books, uh, watch YouTube videos of, of the podcast that I listen to, all that sort of stuff. Um, and man, reading and like um, a lot of exercise, like I've always been into exercise anyway, but training twice a day, ever since I started 75 hard, man, I'd still exercise twice a day, like pretty much no matter what, there's very rarely where I'll have, you know, just one exercise, one, one training session in a day, or I've very rarely had that. I think I've had one or maybe three days off in about 12 months where I haven't um, done any exercise at all. Um, So that's been a huge, huge part of keeping me focused as well. Um, So yeah, man, just, it was a total immersion in personal development and in that world and like out of my way if you don't align with that and that was it so that's how it all started man hell (laughs) yeah thank you so much for touching on so many things there i've been taking some notes already because there's so many (laughs) that i want to jump back into right there but the first one i really want to touch on is you mentioned that the past three years you've been diving into this of like a you know a little bit of personal development a little bit here a little bit there but it wasn't till the beginning of the like the, the beginning of the year or the last 12 months that you really sunk your teeth into it. Mm-hmm. I want to find out, you know, what really made that what really triggered it for you where you were like, you know what, that's it. Because you said you made the decision. And I think that is mm-hmm. so powerful that when we decide we, we cut off, we cut off all other options. Like we make that yep. decision, a decision, and you made that decision. That's so important when we want to really pursue something, but what led you to making that decision? Uh, man, you know what it was? So um, I had noticed probably six months leading up to it that the partying, the drug taking, the, the alcohol, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't as exciting as it used to be anymore. Hmm. Um, I wasn't... Uh, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't as okay with it anymore. And it got, every time it got more and more adamant that like I'm getting over this, you know what I mean? And then it was like, um, you know, and it was taking away from so much of my potential. I, I knew I had so much potential for more and I just knew that that was holding me back. And I had always convinced myself otherwise and said, no, I can have this as well. But I realized like, I can't. And I'm like, and I think I heard a podcast that said it was something along those lines. It was like, until you make that full commitment, Mm. it's not going to, you're never going to reach your full potential, which is, it's pretty obvious really. Right. So yeah, man. And I was like, I was, I noticed I was disappointing people around me, which I was doing that for quite a while, but I was being more aware of it, I guess. Um, And yeah, man, I literally just, that's what it took. And then it was like, I want to see what my full potential is, um, you know, let's fucking go. Let's just full immersion into that world and let's just see what happens. And man, mm-hmm. and it didn't take long to, once I clicked and then I hit those first couple of like testing moments, like, you know, oh, cause you, everyone gets them, right. You're always going to be tested and, you know, hit those points of resistance and stuff like that. When I really got through those, like those first few, cause I promised myself I wouldn't, I wasn't going to, wasn't going to back down. I noticed that it was like a little level up like each time. And I was like, Oh, this feels good. Like I've never done this before. I've never said no. Like when, I, when those urges have been so strong and 
doing it once was like, oh, well, okay, let's see, do this again. Let's, you know, next time I come, next time it was a bit better again. And it felt like I was hitting these new levels each time. So I was like, wow. And then like, and then I started like really, really paying attention to people like David Goggins and like people like that, you know what I mean? And they were hearing them talk about all this type of shit, like the mental toughness and all that. I'm right into Andy Frizzella's world as well, obviously, because of the 75 hard. And yeah, man. And I just noticed I started like saying to myself, let's see what level I can hit next. What level I can hit next. Let's push it over here. Let's push it over there. And then, yeah, then that was what led to staying in that world then. So, but that was the initial decision came from just, yeah, noticing, just really realizing that I'm going to stay in the same place or if not be worse and go Ooh. backwards if I keep doing what I'm doing. And I, and I really was tempted by the fact that what if, let's just see what happens if I go the other way and don't fall off again, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, it sounds, it sounds yeah. like you were like, okay, I tried out all the things down that road. Like I yeah, know, yeah. I know what's going to come of it. If I continue with the partying, continue with mm-hmm. drugs, alcohol, I know what's That's going to give me. Yeah. That's exactly but, what it was, man. Yeah. Okay. So you just, yeah. you're just like, what if I just let those things go? What would that yep. look like? And then yep. you just leveled up from there. Yep. Yeah. Okay, and I'm obsessed is- with the unknown. I love the unknown. So I'm a big like adventure seeker, you know, I'm very spontaneous and I'm like, I love being surprised. So like, like you said, man, I love how you just said that because I did, man, I, I was in that world. I had done everything in that world you could possibly do. Like I was like, crazy like nothing was off limits there you know i was very off the rails like you know i was known as the guy who would just do anything you know i'll take off overseas drop of a hat um you know leave everything behind i'll sort you know it was wild and i just i just knew what it was what was down that road now because i had done it for so long it was nothing was surprising me anymore so i was like and and i knew it wasn't positive and it wasn't leading to anything positive and it was gonna just get lead to a worse life and i when i really really realized that I was like, okay, this way, obviously, it's obvious you do positive things, you're gonna have a positive life. So mm-hmm. I was like, let's go to that. I've got an addictive personality. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be addicted to this world now, you know? And let's just I, see how far I go there. Okay, <laughs> I love that you brought that in because I actually was talking to uh, Shane Fichter. Have you met him yet? He's the, uh, um, he was an MMA, he's now a coach, but I had oh, him on right. my podcast and he was, Drug addict, drug dealer, went to prison, OD'd oh, yeah. almost twice, then ended up getting out, getting recovered and going to uh, MMA and moving on to, now he's got five, four businesses and a, and a beautiful family. But something he mentioned that you just tapped into there was this personality that I have, this trait of this, this drive, you know, so you could use the word addiction or addictive personality. He's like, that's my superpower. But unfortunately I was using it for, drugs, alcohol, stealing, criminal activity. And once I, it's, he had a similar story with you. It's like, once I tried all those things, I realized, okay, this is not giving me the results I want. So I tapped into working on myself, improving my health, improving my life in general. And he started a couple of businesses, improved his relationships. And he said it was a similar thing where he just shifted his focus. It was like, Hey, I have this drive. It's just, I was going down the wrong things, the the things that weren't serving me. And then I shifted them to the things that were serving me. So do you, do you feel that you just, you know, took this huge, this ginormous cannon that you have of drive and just changed the focus of it? Like, do you feel that's what's happening? Yeah, I couldn't explain it any better, man. That's literally, <laughs> I'm just like, that's literally exactly like what it was, 100%. And, like, and I've always been like that. I've known everything I've done, it's been 100% in, whether it's negative or positive. Like, yeah. and, and I just, it, I had to be, all, it was all or nothing with everything I do. So yeah. I just, unfortunately in the past, never put it towards, well, I mean, I did, like I, I did do it earlier and I got myself ahead with my businesses and stuff, but it was like all in there. And then it was like switch off on the weekend, all in over here. And then mm. that just slowly started dragging into the weeks and like, and then it was letting down that other world. So that, that balance went way out of, way, way out of whack, you know? So, yeah, but yeah. yeah. And then, 
But now it's like, yeah, man, and I love it. And it's, I love how you said it's like a superpower because yeah. that's what I say to people. So many people think an addictive personality is a negative thing. Man, yeah. it's, it is a fucking superpower. Like, because now I'm using it for the positive shit. Yeah. And man, my life's fucking taken off. Like, it's unreal. Exactly. So. Yeah. We share that similar thing where it's just like when I click onto something, I click onto it. I dig my yeah. teeth in, I go for it. And it's so cool to see these stories of people who switch their focus just like you did. Um, so another thing I wanted to touch on that you met, you brought up as well as you said, you know, started my business at 19, got the house, got the wife, got the nice business. Everything was cushy and everything was quote unquote successful. Right. Yep, and that's something yep. I've been fascinated so much. And that's something that I want to talk about on this podcast so much is the definition of success, right? Mm, um, yep. Is there's this social definition of success and this definition of success that's structured by our parents, by our family, by our friends, by our country, by our whatever it is. And, you know, that sometimes fulfills people, but sometimes doesn't. Like, what would you have to say about that topic of that social conditioning to what success is? Um, yeah, man, look, I, I agree. Totally. It's crazy. Because like, for me, it's like you said, there is this social definition. And it's mm-hmm. like, it, it, it's, it's such a it's almost a derailing type thing, right? Because it's what everybody or majority of people think what's that, that's what success is. So it's like, okay, so if I can't have that, I'm a failure. Like, mm. and then, but they don't realize success is different for everyone. Like, you know what I mean? Um, but that gets hard to notice because everybody is so caught up in social media, all this and all that. And it's just projected out far too often that, that's what success is, you know, a happy, a happy family, like, you know, the, you know, the big house, this and that, and, and, you know, money in the bank that really, man, they're the, like, that's the basic shit really. I think now, now that I've been through all that, like, I feel like that all comes along with it once you've worked on yourself. So mm-hmm. like for me, so I, I like to think of like more successes in you. So like just finding your own peace and, and your own alignment and, you know, what makes you happy. Like, you know what I mean? That's, that's success for me. Like, because if I'm feeling good every day and I know what I'm doing is helping other people and that's satisfying me and all that sort of thing, um, man, everything ends up becoming like a byproduct of that. Like the money comes with that because you sort of, you sort of start to figure out what your passion is. Um, you know, so you, you realize that what you're doing as a career isn't satisfying you. And when, when your drive is to just be satisfied and be happy and be peaceful and like, you know, um, if you get strict on that and like I said, nothing else that's out of alignment with that is allowed in your world. Like, what more do you want? Because then like, if you've got all that, you're feeling amazing all the time, right? So you're creating your own success from inside you, from, from what makes you happy. So like, I like to look at it more like that way now. So like, it's hard because like, the main reason people get caught up in that social definition is because they worry about what other people think about mm. it. Because really, if you don't want that stuff, right? Like if you really don't want that and you know that's not going to make you happy and you might even think it does because so many people do go down that and they end up in the same position I did. They get it all and they're not happy. And they're like, oh shit, like now what do I do? Like this is literally what happened to me. Um, if you're happy in yourself, like it's weird. It's a weird feeling, man. Like I get really like internally excited about because like I just know that um, I'm creating now a world around me that completely satisfies me in, in all areas. And for me, that feel, feel like it feels like I'm successful. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's it. So yeah, man, that's, that's yeah. awesome. I think unfortunately so many people focus on like what other people are saying, like, Hey, yeah. that's successful. Okay. Instead of even checking in with myself, I'm just going to run down that road. I mean, the advert, like, I'm not saying that this is a bad thing. This is everyone falls into this. Not maybe not everyone. I don't really want to use a blanket term like that, but yeah. it's so easy too. like, I fell into many, in many different ways of following that because the advertisements are so powerful. I mean, they spend so yeah. much ad- so much money on how to figure out how to get you to come this way to this product to buy this thing. So it, the influence of these marketing, the marketing that these companies put out there, your phone, social media, all these things, like you're set, it's set up for you to follow this certain route. It is. And 
unfortunately, I talked to a lot of people and I've, I've had a, one of my mentors ask me this many years ago and it helps so much is, but I've, I've, I've found people not knowing what to say when I asked them this question is, is that what you really want? Yeah. You know, I heard, uh, I don't know if you read the book, but um, green, no, maybe it wasn't on that book. No, I think it was a podcast. Maybe it was the book, maybe it was a podcast, but Matthew McConaughey was talking about how he's, he's on his up and up and he's making money as yeah. a, as a uh, celebrity. And then he was telling his friend, he's like, yeah, I'm in this nice house and I have a maid and the, you know, the, the maid presses my pants. And the yeah. friend literally said to him, well, that's cool. If you like your pants pressed. Yeah, yeah. He, he's like, oh shit. He's like, yeah. I don't like my pants press just yeah. because I can, just because everybody else says that I should be doing this, I'm doing it. Right. Yeah. So I think it's yeah. so, so true that like when asked with that question, if we have wonderful people in our lives that are willing to ask us those questions of, hey, is this what you really want? When asked with it, oftentimes it's like, well, no. Cause I don't think that many people are really taking the time and energy to focus on themselves internally. Like what makes them happy? Because it's so easy to look around and go that thing out there will make me happy or one day or that date on the calendar yeah. will make me happy. Or even that person will make me happy. Mm -hmm. And I like what mm -hmm. you said that you're building this environment around you, but what's cool about your story and that you mentioned is that you it's coming from the inside out. Mm -hmm. Like that's right. It can sound cliche, but you know, if you're trying to structure all these things on the outside, mm. like that's not going to fit. That's not going to do it. That's not going to make yeah, you happy, no. whether that's money, whether that's cars, whether that's people, whether that's things, yeah. those things, you, you're, you're probably clinging onto them really hard because you think they're going to give you a certain feeling. But it's like, well, mm. why not focus on getting that feeling? Then those things, like you said, can be a byproduct. Exactly. And it really is like, and that's what I mean. It's true. Like you just got to change your thought. They're like nothing external is going to bring you happiness. Mm -hmm. I look at it like ex external things can add to your happiness, but that happiness needs to have a foundation from the internal. So, which is working on yourself through self and personal development, that sort of thing. So you, it really needs to start there so that if like external things, you can lose them. Right. Mm -hmm. so well, you lose those things then what you're losing your happiness Ooh, like how, yes. like, you, can't, you know what I mean? you can't attach you don't attach happiness to something external because it can leave you at any time exactly. you may as well it's so much more powerful to work on inner happiness then you're the only one who has control over that you mm -hmm. can only, only you can lose that mm -hmm. you know yourself so and that's a choice like yeah. like everything you know so um you know work on that then then the other things, like you said, become a byproduct. You end up attracting all those external good things in your life because your work, because you've built yourself up. Then you you radiate. That's all about energy, right? You radiate good energy when you're around someone who's like positive. You know, you feel good. Like you said, like our conversations when we talk even outside of this, like you know, we're buzzing after it, right? Mm -hmm. That's 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 a transfer of energy. So yeah. like, and that that shit's attractive, man, and it's contagious. So like, when you like work on yourself like that and you putting you're putting out consistently like that good energy that just that's the universe goes to work and it starts attracting those other things to you that's when the material stuff comes and you can then choose whether you want it or not like mm. you know what i mean like you know because then you don't have to and that's why look at the all these wealthy people man like mark zuckerberg and um you know all, all those sorts of people they don't spend money on like you know what i mean a lot of them those guys who are truly super successful like they don't go and buy the flashy cars and they're buying like all expensive shit. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're not showy like that because they've, they've figured it out. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like and a lot of them are it. focused on the work that they're doing. Like they're continuing yeah, to build the business that they or they're having the, or uh, working into the mission that they started with in the first place. Yeah, man. A hundred percent. So yeah. So I just feel, I just, my thing is always never attach happiness to anything that you could lose. Mm. Uh, because if you're always, I think it was like a Will Smith um, quote, I think I heard it was something along the lines of like, you know, when your happiness, it was actually, I think it was directed towards relationships, but it kind of, I, I, when I read it, I think it relates to everything. So it's like when you're already happy in yourself and mm -hmm. you know, you don't need anything else to make you happier because you're already there. You've already reached that kind of, you know, it's not a peak because I feel like it's always 
something you can keep growing on and keep adding on to, uh, which you kind of want to do that. I look at success and um, happiness and everything as an ongoing thing. And I never want to reach the peak because I always want to continue to learn and, and gain more. Um, but when you hold that in yourself, when something else comes into your life, like I said, it adds to it, um, but it wasn't the um, determining factor in the first place that made you happy. So if you do lose that, you're going to be fine. It's just because like, you know, that, that just enhanced it a bit, you know what I mean? It's just going to drop you back a little bit, but it's not going to completely derail you because it wasn't the sole source of your happiness in the first place. Exactly. And I think a great example could be, let's say somebody has a favorite car, like a sports car and they buy this car and they go, Oh my gosh, this is my happiness. I'm going to wash it every Saturday. I'm going to drive it around every Friday yeah. night, show it off. And like, what if somebody runs into it? What if somebody yeah. steals it? Like, let's say you exactly. built this beautiful family around you. Maybe you have a company, maybe you're an employee, maybe you just have this community and this car gets stolen. Okay. Now your whole life goes on a down spiral because you attach that happiness to that car yeah. and nothing else in, in your life matters because you attach so much to that car. Like that, those external things can come and go so quickly, whether that's the government takes it, whether that's somebody steals it, whether that's, um, you know, the economy doesn't do well, whatever it is. And if we attach ourselves to that, it just, it sets us up for this uneasy, um, anxious life of like, oh, um, is this happiness going to stay in my life? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Versus just focusing on the internal. So thank you for sharing that. That's awesome. Yeah. And I think a great, um, great segue into the next thing I wanted to ask you about as you were uh, talking in the beginning was something you and I have talked about in the past. And we talked about it with David and is the fuck yes, fuck no. So yeah. I, I know you, you brought it up when you're talking about your environment. Like to <laughs> explain to people what that is and let's uh, get into that a little bit. Um, yeah, so I guess, man, it's like everybody has, like, if you look at your world around you, like, you don't always want to admit it, but there's things holding you back, like, mm. 100%. Like I said, whether that's people or things you're doing, even your job, like, so there's so many people working jobs they don't like, you know, and that's holding you back from becoming your true self. So, um, you know, and that's how, like, with myself, how I discovered, like, coaching, like, I was noticing as I was doing the work on myself, helping other people along the way was becoming something that was really satisfying to me. Not really, not, not ever having in mind it was going to turn into coaching, but like I just, things started attracting, got back to the point of like attracting things when you're putting out certain things. So I noticed as I was doing that, more and more things were just automatically aligning and coming into my my focus without me even realizing that was leading me down that, that road. Um, and yeah, so man, I had, to be, I had to be a bit cutthroat because I still had a lot of those people around me in the past who were still caught up in that partying life and this and that and whatever. Um, it, it's hard. Like it's like, a, like I said, I talk about this resistance a lot. Like you hit resistance. It's like you got to get out of your comfort zone to change. Right. So like, um, and that's what I, that's the tool I kind of used to do it. So I was like, if this isn't a fuck, yes, it's a fuck. No. So like, I'm going to jump out and I'm going to have a, have a crack over here. Um, if, the things around me in that area don't don't work for that like then i'm not going to do it or if someone's not supporting me for that then i'm like fuck no like you're holding me back and and it does and it's not not easy like it isn't like, like staying in the same place like that wasn't an option for me anymore so i knew i had to do those things to you know stay on this path of where i wanted to go so so yeah so that's just that's just the way i look at everything now like everybody knows when you should or shouldn't do something mm -hmm. i think like you know, i mean you, you got that little voice in the back of your head that kind of goes oh, i probably shouldn't do that or you know i know this like you know if i hang out with this person like something you know i might i might do something that i probably shouldn't like because they're going to be you know doing that or whatever um you know if you've putting yourself in tempting situations all the time you're just um you're just attracting unnecessary like you know temptation like you know what i mean like like unnecessary like shit into your life that you don't need to have there like you know because i i'm a big big believer in like if you can't like if you can't trust yourself like in a certain situation remove yourself altogether mm. until you have the until you have the strength to be like you know 
like strong in that situation like just for for any as an example for me like i knew being around people drinking and stuff like that was going to be way too tempting for me at the start of my journey so mm-hmm. i had to just choose to completely remove myself from those situations at the start um as i got better and better and you know built up those stronger um you know stronger habits in myself to be more disciplined I would, you know, I'd go out at the start of the night, like before it got too rowdy, you know, I'd start the night off, have one one beer or something, you know. Um, and then once I started noticing people getting a little bit crazy, I went, all right, I'm off. Because <laughs> so mm-hmm. like, then I knew I knew exactly where it was going to leave. Um, yeah. And, you know, you can convince yourself as much as much. No, no, I'm going to be good. I'm going to be good. But you've always, that voice is there. You know, it. like you can deny it all you want and you can argue with it and argue with it. And I had some very fucking big arguments with that voice a lot of times. <laughs> Uh, but I was like, fuck no, like I'm leaving. See you later. So yeah, man. So that's how I utilize that for everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've experienced this, but I think the absolute worst part is being in the middle is like, yep. I think that's why this, this tool is so powerful or this question is like, is this a fuck yes or, or is this a fuck no um, is because the middle is, is unbearable almost, you know, I, I, I've known about this decision for so long, like this, asking yourself this question for so long, but I even found myself in this, I think it was a month ago, maybe where I was just indecisive about so many things and kind of on the edge of things like, Oh yeah, maybe. Oh yeah. No. And I felt, yeah. And I felt like it was going for weeks and I finally got my whiteboard out and I just sat down and I wrote on one side, fuck yes. Line down the middle on the right side. Fuck no. And I, I just put it in there. The stuff that I was, a yes, okay, yes. Stuff that was no, put it as a no. And it just brings so much clarity because when you're sitting there in between, like time continues to pass. And the more that you let that just be in the middle, it gets more and more frustrating. Because like you said, at the end of the day, you probably know, like your gut, your whatever you want to call it, something comes through you, you know what you should be doing and you shouldn't be doing. Mm-hmm. But when you sit there in the middle because you're unsure of what's going to come of it when you make that decision, that is so unbearable. And it's majority of the time worse than anything that's going to come from you just making a decision yes or no on it. And that doesn't mean what I learned, too, is that it doesn't mean that it has to be forever. Like just because it's a fuck no right now doesn't mean that in a year, six months or even three days, it's going to switch over. But for right now, for your clarity, for you to be able to be in line with things that are important to you this moment i think it's got to be one or the other mm, yeah no i totally agree with you man and i love that you hit a couple of things there which i wanted to just um highlight on um so yeah like it's uncomfortable man being on the fence it, it's over it's like overthinking and you know like question, questioning everything it's that's being in the middle it's like just make a fucking decision like if it doesn't work it doesn't work like it's like the whole like you know learn from your failures if that might you might fail there but you're going to learn something right you know like if you keep procrastinating all the time you're never going to make decisions and you're going to just miss out on opportunities all the time and you're just going to be walking around in fucking circles like you know what i mean so like yeah man that's just i can't do that like i hate people who are indecisive it really really bothers me mm. like I'm a very patient person. I used to be very impatient. I, I, I still work on it like consistently, uh, but I've found working on patience is huge, man, for like building yourself up because like I actually put myself in impatient, impatient situations sometimes just to Practice. Like, test myself. Yeah, man, because I, it's, it's, a huge, it's huge. There's so many people are impatient, but it, it's, it makes you impatient being indecisive because it's mm. like, and, and you just always you've got like, oh, what if this happens? What if that happens? Like, what if I do this? But like, what if it actually works? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It could yeah. work too. Like, fuck it. And you're not going to know until you try. So just make the decision, make the fuck yes. Like go down that road um, and just see what happens. Go with the flow a little bit. Like, you don't know. Like, I like the analogy of like, just get through the door and then see what happens. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, you, sometimes you just need to do that. But I love something you point. I mean, it got me because it's something I say all the time, how you said the time continues to pass no matter what. So it's the same thing, right? I say this to people like my clients and stuff like that that come on and like people that I talk to when I'm trying to get them on this personal development journey. When you, you hit these like, tough times too like it is hard changing your life around and you know implementing positive things into your life and doing all the personal development stuff and the, the, even the physical training and all that but like you got to think about it and like 
yeah, it's hard today, but like the time will pass. I say to myself all the time, like I'm having bad days sometimes. Well, not bad days, but like testing days, struggling days. Like I'm not feeling it for my workouts, but I just do it anyway. I just do it anyway because I know I'm time's still passing. I'm going to go to bed tonight and I'm going to feel way better if I've done all my shit than if I've put it off. You know what I mean? So like just do the shit. Time's going to pass. If you don't do it, time's still going to pass. But what, 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 what way are you going to feel better at the end of the day? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's mm-hmm. like... At least yeah. you know when you go to bed, I got my fucking shit done. Like I did what I needed to do to stay in line with where I'm going. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. and the yeah, the world goes on with, with or without you. Like as as uh, you know, as disheartening that could be to somebody, but it's so true that whether you do that or don't, the world's going to continue going on. Your life's going to continue 100%. on. Your relationship, your body, your financials, your mood, yeah. like it's going to continue going on yeah. unless you do something about it. And something yeah. that I've talked to many people about, and I know, I think I've talked to you about this is you know, like, like you're really in the fitness, the fitness area. So let's go into that, that arena, you know, is it's hard to get up and work out every single day. It is hard. Yeah. It is hard to be consistent about it. It is hard to press yourself. It is hard to schedule it in. I think that's one of the hardest things for people. Um, is the time blocking for you to work on your health and wellness. And it's hard to, you know, find activities to do, whether that's working with a personal trainer, paying for a gym membership or doing at-home workouts. Like all these things are hard to do, but the opposing is, okay, well, it's also hard to have lack of energy, to not feel confident in yourself, to put a, a lot more weight and stress on your body, to decrease your lifespan, all these to add more stress to not be able to run around with your friends or your kids or hike a mountain or experience things in life. That's hard too. And it's yeah. like, okay, both of these things are hard, but which hard do you want to choose? Exactly. I love that, man. I love that. And then I, you actually that just literally led into what I was about to make a point on too. So like if you're sitting around on the lounge all day, you're not exercising, you know, you're coming home from work and you, you're not doing anything. You're just watching TV. Like, you you've been if you've already been doing that for years years prior you know where you're going to be in the future right like and you know if you're uncomfortable now and you're not enjoying yourself now you're unhappy now do you really think it's going to be any different if you keep doing what you're doing like you know what i mean yeah like yeah you might think it's hard to get up and start changing life but if you do get up and go to the gym if you do fix your diet if you do do personal development you will have a better life Mm. so like what what hard do you want choose your hard like you know mm-hmm. what i mean like do you want the hardness of being more miserable than you are now in 12 months time five years time think about going right down the path like imagine 20 years time if you're still mm. doing the shit you're doing imagine where you'll be man that, that i don't even want to think about that like if i'm doing mm. negative shit for that long but doing positive shit it literally it's man it's exciting to think where you could be like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because you're going to get, you're going to become and get to where, like, it's in relation to the effort you put in, right? So the more you put in, it's like, this shit's simple. I love, all, I've been loving all the simple analogies lately, like what you put in, you get out. Like the more you put in, the, the further you're going to get. Like this, it, it's all the simple shit that people look past that mm-hmm. is the most powerful man like i fucking it's it blows my mind like think about it because like well, do the and work I, and you will have a better life done i've right. heard and i heard somebody say it's cliche for a reason it is i mean i fucking love that like it's, it's that sums up all of it yeah because all the i'm telling you all the cliche quotes all the cliche memes you see those are the ones guarantee everyone listening that you see those you know, i've seen that before you scroll past it i bet you don't even read the whole thing like, yeah because you're like oh yeah i've seen that one like you know what i mean like go bust. but actually like do you implement that uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? are you doing that i'm telling you man look up fucking go on and google cliche quotes <laughs> just adopt all those into your life and man i'm telling you now everyone's trying to find the like the Secret. i don't know man yeah, every, yeah i don't know everyone's trying to find the secret, but like i think everyone's thinks like that it needs to be like i don't know like it uh, needs to be compl- complicated to yep. be good like mm-hmm. simple simple like you know what i mean everyone says it all the time eat well and exercise like i yeah. love that one that's like everyone's like well yeah obviously yeah but are you doing it like yeah. so many people aren't like go for a walk I mean? go for a walk <laughs> like, and don't 
don't tell me you don't have time, man. Like I've, I've, I've got three businesses. Like I'm fucking so busy. Like, and I still fit two exercises in a day. It's You're a father days. too. That's man, a big thing. Man, I'm a father. Like, um, man, I'm, I'm busy, man. I'm telling you, I rarely, rarely get a minute. I'm, I'm literally one of those people who's from one thing to the next. Mm. Like I'm out on the road for one of my businesses through the day. And like, if I have end up with a gap in my day, like, you know, I'm not thinking like if something, say for example, one of my appointments might cancel or reschedule. I'm not thinking, oh shit, I get like mad. I get to chill for a minute. I'm like, no, what can I fit in here now? So like, I'll go, I'll go squeeze an exercise, one of my exercises in. If I've got a spare hour, um, I'll just literally park my car, jump out. I've always got my training gear in my car, chuck my shoes on <laughs> and I'll go and do my cardio if I haven't done it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because then I'm like, that's mad because then I get home. I don't have to do that tonight then. You know what I mean? And I can re- I like read that. a bit more or something like that. So we'll, I think um, it was actually, uh, actually it was Will Smith too in the Jay Shetty interview. He said, um, and man, this stuck with me because I was already doing this and I was like, I thought I was doing too much, right? At one point I was like, I'm always trying to, learn more and do more and I'm fitting podcasts in where I can and reading where I can. Then I heard this interview with Jay Shetty and Will Smith and Will goes, um, he was going into his trailer in between sets while he was filming a movie, literally would go in. Um, Jay was with him at the time, I think, or, uh, and people even all around, they go, what are you doing there? They come in and he goes, oh, I'm going to read or I'm going to listen to an audio book or do this. And he's like, I feel every gap I have with knowledge. Like every gap I get, I fill it with knowledge because if I'm not, I'm going to be doing it with something that's not, not helping me. Uh, you know what I mean? Or whatever. So obviously you need time to relax and chill a bit here too. But like, man, if you're always thinking about consistently learning and always trying to do more, like my thing is just do more, do more, like do a bit extra. Like I just like the idea of doing extra, like read an extra page, do an extra set. I love all those analogies too. They're pretty basic ones, but like those are huge. Those are so powerful, man. So yeah, sorry, I've got a little rant now. Yeah, started. that's good. You you touched <laughs> yeah, on something yeah. that is yeah. so good. And you said uh, you keep your shoes in your car. Because I think yeah, I do. I've talked to so many people that and I've I've I am guilty of this. I will say it now. My hand is up. I am guilty. Yeah. I've been guilty. I will probably be guilty in the future. I can almost <laughs> guarantee it. But it's so easy to say things. I don't have time. I can't do that. And you putting your shoes. Yeah, you, you putting your <laughs> shoes in in your car. I think that's huge. Like I, I remember it almost turned into a challenge for me at one point, at, at a point, I don't know when it was, but like I started to realize, okay, eating healthy was really important to me. And I actually, I think I was uh, bulking up a little bit at that time too. So I was doing some weights and uh, working on a training program. And I was like, okay, this is, this is something that's going to work. Like I am going to make this work. It turned into an adventure for me. Like, Oh, working out while I'm traveling. Oh, I'm going to make this work. Let's see how I can do it. Like almost a fun adventure and problem to solve. I remember putting celery. I remember putting vegetables in a Ziploc bag and protein powder in a Ziploc bag, throwing my carry on (laughs) on the plane. And I would be taking protein while I was on the plane. (laughs) I remember remember the the, uh, security looking at my bag and seeing the Ziploc bag pull up full of powder and like, (laughs) we need to look at this. And I'm like, okay, okay. Uh, I, I carried my protein with me. I carried my vegetables with me. I remember going on a snowmobile trip with um, my dad and some friends, I remember I had my backpack on for snowmobiling and I had carrots in there and I had protein powder awesome. in there. Just like it turns into an adventure. And I think that that framework of just switching it up from, oh, that's so difficult. I need to, it needs to be so hard and complex. Yeah. It's like, oh, just throw that in my backpack or, hey, exactly. in my car, I have free time, go run. Like it's, it's simple. Mm-hmm. It, it yeah. can be yeah. simple. It's not easy, but it can yeah. be simple. Yeah, you got to set your environment up, man, like for to work with you. So, like mm-hmm. I said, you might not get time for a run during the day, say, but at least if I've got my shoes with me, if I do and something like that happens, I can go do it. Like, you yeah. know, and I, mean? I can't, I can't make the excuse like oh, I don't have my shoes. Like, you know what I mean? So, doing little things like that is huge, and preparation and stuff like that too. So many people make excuses, but they bring it on themselves. Like, oh, it's too hard to do that. Like, oh, they've got to go on a business trip or something, and like, oh. And it's going to be too hard to eat while while I'm away. No, it's not. There's plenty of places you can eat healthy. And like you said, and you can take, you know, food with you for the ride there or something like that. Or like, you know what I mean? It's so easy to prepare your environment to work for you. Like, you know what I mean? Don't have things around you that can throw you off. Like I said, like, especially at the start of any journey or anything, like, you know what I mean? Get rid of everything. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I say to everybody, if you struggle with bad food, this and that, there's no reason why you should have any bad food in your house. 
Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Just don't have it there. You know what I mean? If you have cheat meals and stuff, save it for that. Like, no, you can have a cheat meal, but go out and have a cheat meal. Don't don't have things in your house, wave, or like in your face that are going to tempt you here and there. Like, you know what I mean? Set yourself up to win. Like, you know what I mean? So everything should align around you and everything you're doing. Like, it's just... Yeah, it all comes back to that again, you know? So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Setting yourself up for success, that environment exactly. that helps build that success. Yes, yep, totally. Because yep. we're humans. We have these yeah. tendencies to fall off the track, you know? Exactly. And, and people we- do it on purpose. Like people don't set up because then they've got an ex- a reason to make an excuse. Like that they exactly. You've got to hold yourself accountable. Exactly. And hey, comfort zones is something I wanted to touch on too, yep. is because you brought it up when you were, I don't remember where exactly you said it, but you know, it was uncomfortable, you mentioned. And recently I was talking to our friend Bryce and we both came to this conclusion um, or this, uh, this, uh, this, whatever you want to call it, this moment where we, we framed something that was going on. And for me, it was, I was, I was driving to meet up with a friend. I was driving like an hour and a half and I was getting all stressed out about these things that have been going on for me. And I'm like, okay, I'm driving to meet this person and then I'm going to go back to hang out with my wife. And then this weekend I got this call and then uh, I'm signed up for an intro session to Brazilian jiu-jitsu next week. And I got my podcast cover that I'm making and I got to find somebody to do that. And like all these things are going through my head. And the cool thing though is like, or once I realized this, the cool thing is like, okay, I decided I want all these things in my life. Exactly. And the, and the other part was I, I recorded a minute and a half or two minute video of me realizing this. And it was like, oh, this is that point of moving out of that comfort zone. It's so comfortable not pursuing these things I'm really interested in. It's so comfortable keeping the things going as they are, as yeah. I'm used to them. But once I start putting things in place that going towards the life I want to be living and with more aligned with me, it starts to feel there's this energy that builds up inside of like, ah, what is this? What's going on here? But once I framed it as like, oh, this is what I preach. This is what I work with my clients on. This is that, this is that bridge that you need to go over that fear you need to go over that uncomfortableness to get out of your comfort zone so you can step into those new things. And when I was talking to our friend about it, he had a similar situation. He's like, oh, that's what's going on here. So <laughs> I'm curious, have you had that situation in your life recently or? Yeah, man. Yeah, it still, it still sometimes gets me. Like I, I'll still be getting frustrated with certain things. And I've got this thing like the universe will test you where on things that you need to work on. Mm. That's where you feel like why you feel frustrations with certain things or why things feel like they're testing you here and that. That's that's happening for a reason. When you're always aware of that, then you can ask yourself the question, okay, what's this trying to teach me? Like I ask myself that all the time. It's a huge question. It's probably the biggest main question I always ask myself. Like when something goes wrong or like, you know, or something shows up in life and I'm like, oh shit, like why is that happening? I'm like, no, hang on. What's this trying to teach me? Like mm-hmm. I love that that flip. Uh, so yeah, so um, I, I'm very big on that, man. And I noticed that like, it does. It still comes up for me regularly, but I'm just way more aware of it now. Mm. So I know and I love it. Like you do, you feel like how you explain it. Like you feel that, like, you know, inside you, like getting stirred up and you're like, Oh shit. Like it, it doesn't feel comfortable, but like, that's why, because you're about to experience something that you haven't, haven't experienced before. You're about to go into something or try something that's new. Like it's, it's all normal. It's natural. That's what happens. Like, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah so man and yeah for me like i said it's a matter of noticing it for what it is mm-hmm. uh, and then stepping into it anyway like mm-hmm. you know what i mean so and knowing that like positive something positive will come out of it mm-hmm. um or i'm going to learn something out of it like you you need to test it because if you don't it's like then making a decision okay i'm just going to go back in my little comfortable spot and a i'll bubble. just stay where i am uh, yeah i'm just going back into my bubble i'll just keep doing what i'm doing i know where that leads and i'm just going to stay where i am because it's yeah. comfortable in here, you know what i mean that's, yeah. that's why it's called a comfort zone because it's comfortable like you know what i mean and, so, and, and we've both talked about this too is there's nothing wrong with just being there like no, there's nothing not. inherently no. wrong if that's where you want to be great but exactly. if there's these yeah, other yeah. things that you want in your life yeah you, you gotta figure out how to get out of that a hundred percent yeah like i know people who are like that and they're, they're happy as anything like they don't want any more they're, they're, mm-hmm. they're content they've found their success like which is mm-hmm. like sometimes like a lot of time like i just want to make a point before which i forgot too sometimes that social idea of success is 
people's success. Too. Yeah, like, definitely. You know, I, mean, I know like quite a few people who have got that, you know, just married, you know, working regular jobs, you know, nine to five, all that. They get their free time, all that sort of thing. That's their success. They're happy. Like they don't need anything else. So, mm-hmm. but it's when you're complaining about it and you know that, you know, you want to do more, but you're not, yeah. that's, your cue that you're not happy and you need to start looking around, you know, for yourself. So, um, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's hilarious. I remember the beginning of my journey, starting to figure out like what I think is happiness and what I think is success. And I started painting the whole world that way of like, Oh, no one's happy because they're not doing these things. (laughs) And it took me a while to mature. My wife helped me with this as well. And a lot of personal development stuff as well as just like realizing that, Hey, what I'm seeing as exciting, what I'm seeing as success in my eyes, even though I'm breaking free from social, social uh, conditioning and norms, that doesn't mean that's success for somebody else. So if exactly. they're super hyped about a thing that I think is so dreadful, like that's their thing. Hell yeah, yeah that fits for them. Right. That's great. And kudos yeah. to them. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I just thought? Something just come to my mind now. I think it's pretty cool. You, yeah. know, uh, you know how you find happiness? yeah <laughs> stop 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 trying to look for it <laughs> so oh true, yeah that just came to my head now like it's, that can make sense right like stop trying to find happiness like yeah. just work on yourself yeah. like you know what i mean and, and it will come like literally the it was like an aha moment Dude, right? that's awesome that's awesome yeah, and, and I, I i have i just got a picture the other day that has a little quote on it that says one of my friends just randomly he prints out these uh, prints out these little pictures with and with little quotes on them. He just randomly hands them out, and he handed me one the other day, and it said um, something along the lines, "If you can be happy with what you have, then you can be happy," or something along those lines. Yeah. And um, I think that's so true. Is like stop looking for it, like stop yeah. searching, stop trying exactly. to gain it, attain it, mm-hmm. because yeah. it's right here if you want it. Just decide, yeah. like, hey, I'm gonna be happy. Yeah. The decision, like we talked about earlier. Yeah, that's exactly pretty much what I did with my life without realizing. I just like mm-hmm. I stopped trying to seek it because that's what that's what my party like life was about. Like you know, what I mean, it was exciting. I was like looking for the next thing that was exciting. You know, what mm-hmm. I mean, going to going the next place I could travel to. But like all the holidays involved drinking and partying and this and that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, um, you know, I was seeking happiness i kept looking for things i'm like oh, i'm gonna go that's gonna be so exciting that's gonna make me so happy going to this country that's gonna make me so happy buying this car like you know what i mean like, happy buying this i was always looking for things and then i was like man like i'm just gonna start working on myself and then i just became happy mm. <laughs> like so like it's sort of just yeah like stop looking for it <laughs> <laughs> and so, i yeah. think i think one of the pitfalls that we haven't really covered here with being happy and deciding have that mindset is we talked about you know like things and and goals and and all those things as an excuse of why you're not happy yet but i think one that i've seen so relevant in my life and i've seen relevant in a lot of people that are similar to me um in their lives as well is it's not necessarily i'll be happy when i get this car this promotion or this money it's I'll be happy if they're happy. I'll be happy if that person's happy. My friend, my mom, my dad, my spouse, my brother, whatever it is. And I think that's one of the, I think it's one that's not talked about a ton, but I think it's one that's super difficult is just coming to the, um, the realization that one, again, like you mentioned earlier, is you're, you can't attach your happiness to something outside of yourself, like another yeah. person or their mood. But two, you can't control that person's mood. You can't control yeah. that person's mindset and attitude yeah. for their day. Hmm. That's you right. Know? Well, it comes down to that too. Like, I love that. And uh, so I always say that to myself. Don't worry about what you can't control because mm. like, re- really, you're just like going to be hitting your head against the wall because like, if it's out of your control, you can't do anything about it. So why stress about it? Like, and it's like, it's literally that simple. Just stop thinking, like, don't think about it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you worry about what you can control. Don't worry about what you can't control. Like I'm huge on that, man. Like yeah. I look at everything like that. And generally if I'm feeling a frustration, it's because I'm thinking too much into something that I haven't got control over, yeah. um, you know, and then I have to just pull myself back and then I'm like, okay, I can't control that, but I can control the way I react. Mm. I can control, I can control how much energy I put towards it. So just choose to put your energy somewhere else and just let that play out if it has to, or, you know, or like, because 
yeah, like I said, like why? Like you just you're literally just wasting your energy and your time. So mm-hmm. um, you know, so yeah, so that's like that's a fuck no for me. <laughs> like looking at that, looking at looking at Yeah, I think it it can be just so easy to attach yourself to certain outcomes of people or things around you and just be working so hard for that of like, okay, this is going to make that person so happy. Or when I do this, that person will just light up. And it's like, you're, you're attached to what your actions are going to do for that person. Yeah, You're attached to this result that you think is going to happen when Uh in reality is if if you let go of that attachment, you can just be like, Hey, Did I do a good job? Hell yeah, I did a good job. Did I get the results I wanted? Maybe, maybe not. But I did a good job at it. You know, Um, focusing on that stuff you can control, like you said. Exactly, yeah. So just letting go of attachment, letting go of control. Mm -hmm. Like, just sometimes you just got to let things be, man. Like, Mm -hmm. everyone, like, it's just a matter of, like, you know, it all comes back to that, like, attachment and control for me. So, like, if, you know, some I've found now when I just let things go a little bit like you know what i mean if i can see something's like you know it's flowing it's working you know what i mean like don't don't be like oh i need this to happen like you know don't put a need on things like you know what i mean like matthew mcconaughey's actually got one that he says and i love it because i've got it out of green lights book as well um where he says like want it don't need it and like Mm. that people take that right a lot of people say it the other way like put like when you need something you'll make it happen but it's like no he actually says he's like no like you can want something you can want all these things and want the material things and all this or that but as soon as you attach a need to it mm. like it's then then you're setting yourself up for disappointment you know what i mean because if you don't get it you're not going to be happy mm. so like want the things and use the want to give you the drive to work towards it but then you've got to put the effort in and in, and you know and enjoy that process along the way so that actually when you do achieve it you're grateful for it you know what mm. i mean and it's not this oh yeah okay now now what like you know so mm. yeah i love that sort of thing man like just taking the need out of out of things like you know you don't need this like you just want it like you know yeah uh, yeah yeah i love so, that i love that just the yeah. idea of is adding adding so much urgency to it right yeah people put urgency on everything man. Everybody, like i said it comes back to being impatient everyone wants everything now so like it's just like, man, just chill. Like, you know, the things that are meant for you will come like mm-hmm. when the time's right. Like, and when you put yourself in the position to earn it as well, mm-hmm. you can't just have every, like, you know what I mean? you got to earn your shit and you're never going to appreciate anything unless you actually put in the work, um, you know, and unless you earn it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah this, so. this just came to me now. Have you ever experienced this where you get in these ruts, these um, tough spots, these uh, negative thinking, self-doubt, all these things? And it's almost like a hamster wheel that you go, oh, I just need to get more things outside of me, right? Like, oh, well, I just need to do this thing. And I just need to catch this thing. I just need to go buy this thing. And I just need to go talk to this person. I just need to achieve this thing. It's almost like you're trying to get yourself out of this rut by continuing to focus more and more and more and more on external things, things you can't control. Yeah, 100%. And, that, and all that does is build frustration <laughs> because like, because you want it all out. You're putting too much need, you're attaching too much need to it. And because that's taking time to get it, you're getting frustrated because it's like, oh man, like how long is this going to take or like this or that? Like you, you need to get rid of that thinking altogether. Like, you know, if, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah, like just sit back, you know, detach the need and just, yeah, just go with the flow. <laughs> so, all right, there's there's somebody out there right now that let's say there's somebody out there right now thinking, well, this is something I really need. Like I've been wanting this my entire life for the last couple of years. And like, you know, I just, you guys, yeah, you're talking about the stuff. This sounds great. But like, you know, once, once I get this, I know in a couple of months, once I, once I achieve this, then I will really be happy. Like, what would you say to that person? Oh, man, I, I, whenever I hear questions like that's a good question. Like, and, um, but uh, whenever I hear things like that, man, it's just you need to. And it comes back to me. It's yeah, it might make you happy, but for how long? Like, because mm. if if you're not happy without it, like you can't. It's that's it. Like, if you're not happy without something, then the thing you think's gonna give it to you is not going to give it to you. But I just, like, I keep it simple like that. So that just tells me I need to work on myself because if I'm saying if I'm saying that to myself, that, yeah, when I do get this, it's going to make me happy, straight away, that's the cue, like, no, I need to do more work on myself because I shouldn't need something. 
Ooh, you know, outside once you of start feeling that need come in, that's good. Yeah. So yeah, just, just like if it's attached to a need and it's it's not going to make you happy. Like yeah, like every, like things. It's not going to be long term happiness. You know what I mean? Whenever you're thinking like that, yeah. because like novelty wears off on everything. Mm. Like you know what I mean? So like, and it's yeah, you have to accept that. Like you can tell yourself all you want that it won't like, you know, if you buy the expensive car, yeah, that's going to make you happy, but yeah, you will get over it. <laughs> a new model is <laughs> going to come out or like, you know, it, it, it's not going to have the same effect as when you first get it. Like it's yeah. just, that's proven. It's like, you know what yeah, I mean? You can't argue that. It is. Yeah. You can't argue that. So um, yeah, man. So like, it's just, sometimes that's what it comes down to. It's like, you just need to, except that it's not, that's not a true thought. Like mm. it's not going to make you happy. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, so yeah, that's, oh, that's awesome. That. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm going to wrap us up here with this. We yeah. could, we, I know you and I could talk for hours oh, here. Go for ages. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, for uh, sake of time here, I'll end with some rapid fire questions. So yep. first one is if you could have a gigantic billboard anywhere with anything on it. So getting a message to a ton of people, what would yep. you say? What would you say and why? It is what it is. Ooh. <laughs> because because it is what it is. <laughs> uh, man, I, I love that. Like I literally, I think I've told you before. I've got that tattooed on me. Uh, I love that saying. Like everything is what it is. Like and when you can accept that, mm. man, life's just easy. Like when you just accept that everything is as it is, and you have that acceptance, mm-hmm. like somebody, like I mean, I'm talking extreme. Somebody dies, like someone close to you. They that was meant to happen. Whether you whether you think so or not, it happened, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, are you going to choose to let that affect and derail the rest of your life because that person something inevitable happened to that person? Like, it was always going to happen. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. like, yeah, have empathy and have like you know you you can sit with it for a bit and feel it. But like, I choose to accept that it is what it is that was meant to happen um and by thinking like that you keep your vision uh, uh, um, open to the reason mm. when you get too caught up in why that happened you're focused on the problem like it's like i like the and that thing where you're like i focus on solutions not problems i got that yeah. out of a, the book relentless solution focus um if you're focusing on that thing on that you're so closed into that little thing, little world like that you're not noticing why that things happen why that mm-hmm. person's like that per- you might not know for a while but by that person passing away has is going to alter your life somehow uh, but if you get too caught up in the loss mm-hmm. like you know what i mean like mm-hmm. if you really love that person or you know you're attached there like you can still like think of the energy of that and then choose to think about, you know, all the good they brought to the world and into your life. So um, even on that extreme, I'm like, it is what it is. Like really just, it's hard. Yeah. But like, if you can accept that with everything, no matter what, especially the really hard shit, man, life is fucking just so much easier, man. Like, you know, so yeah, that's my billboard. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so beautifully tags into the almost the theme of this whole conversation is yeah. just that acceptance and letting yeah. go of things that you can't control. That's awesome. Yep, yep. So do you have, I have a couple more questions here, but do you have any last words for the audience? Um, oh, man, look, find, find your peace, find your happiness. Mm-hmm. Like for me, um, like stop seeking stop seeking happiness like stop mm. looking for it <laughs> like we mm. said like i love that i might actually make a quote from my page after this because like if you want to find happiness stop looking for it uh man I, I feel like that was kind of a bit of the highlight for me in figuring that out with that so like man that's what i would run with so like start working on yourself personal development changed my life i was mm. probably the most caught up you could ever be in a negative world uh, which was going to lead me to nowhere um, and I managed to pull myself out of it. So make the decision. Um, if you want a better life, fully commit, no fucking exceptions. Like, oh, yeah. That's it. So yeah. Badass. Thanks, dude. And um, I, I'll, I'll add it into the description of the podcast. But so the people that are just listening, where can they find you online? Yeah, man. Look, just the, um, at the Mastered Mindset Instagram. So it's at the underscore Mastered underscore Mindset. Um, they'll be able to find it through through your page too. Um, but yeah, man, just on there. So I'm just doing my thing on there. I like posting my videos. I'm always trying to put out content to just help people. Um, it's been my calling. Um, but yeah, man. So yeah, Mastered Mindset. 
Okay, hell yeah. yeah. As it says on behind you as well. Yeah, yeah, I got me. <laughs> that's, an odd, that's a badass <laughs> sign. Um, last question for you is, I know we touched on it right in the beginning, so it's a little yeah. redundant, but I'd like to okay. ask this at the end is, yep. what is your definition of success? Man, I guess that sort of almost comes back to that first thing we said. So my definition of success is finding your peace. Mm. Um, you know, find find what brings you peace. And what what, really, what else is outside of that, really? Like, you know what I mean? When you find that, you're finding your true peace and passion and purpose. Like, that's well, finding your peace, what, what puts you at peace will lead to finding your purpose and passion. Because I know that's something people struggle with a lot. Find mm. what makes you happy. Like, and just work on yourself to bring that out. Mm. That's, that's it. Yeah. So that's, man, that's how I would define it. And um, finding your, like, yeah, my definition of success. Yeah. Work on yourself, bring out your happiness and what's meant for you will come to you. Wonderful. Find your peace. Yeah. I absolutely love that. Yeah. Dude, thank you so much for spending yeah. this time with me. Thank you again for just jumping on a phone, even a call with me. Like I absolutely <laughs> love these conversations with you. You know, yeah, I've man. mentioned that before. You know, I really value and I'm grateful for our relationship that we've built over uh, these past couple months, which has been extremely fast, but awesome. Um, yeah. But thank you for sharing your time with us. Thank you for sharing your message with us. And um, I really, really do appreciate your time here. And for all of you listening, thank you so much for tuning in. And we will see you next time. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you found any value in this episode, I would appreciate if you share it with a friend and leave a review so that together we can help more people define and attain their own definition of success. Thanks for listening and have a kick-ass day.